Welcome to Solar Speaks. I'm Kelsey Misbrenner, Senior Editor with Solar Power World. The problem of homelessness is unavoidable in Portland, Oregon. In the short lift ride from Portland International Airport to a solar conference last year at a hotel near downtown, a number of homeless encampments dotted the highway medians and other green spaces as I looked out the window. Oregon Live reported in 2017 that the city's homeless population increased by 10% from 2015 to 2017, and there are now around 4,000 people without permanent homes on any given night in the city. Local nonprofit solar installation company Twin Day Solar had only worked on international installations until it made the decision to help with the problem at home by reaching out to the Portland Rescue Mission. The Portland Rescue Mission provides food, shelter, recovery, and other vital services to homeless men, women, and children in the Portland, Oregon area. I talked to the Twin Day team in September. Here's Marissa Johnson, Executive Director of Twin Day Solar. Portland Rescue Mission is doing some um, really great work in the community to, to help address um, the issues of homelessness and addiction. And that is something that as Portlanders, we are, um, that's a part of our everyday life, that, that issue. And we really wanted to find a way to help uh, contribute to solutions regarding that problem. And Portland Rescue Mission felt like a natural fit. Uh, there's some uh, connections uh, between our board and their organization. And they had explored solar previously and um, not being eligible for any of the tax credits or tax breaks as a nonprofit um, decided that they couldn't make it pencil out. Um, and then, yeah, we were connected and we, we support, uh, we, we work to support well-established organizations um, with mission-driven programming, and they definitely fit the bill as a highly respected um, nonprofit in the area addressing some critical needs, and it felt like a natural fit um, between our missions and our, our goals. So, Twende does charge nonprofits a fee for the installation, but it's nowhere near the price of a traditional installation, since parts and labor are mostly donated. The fee is to ensure the organizations have some stake in the projects and an incentive to take good care of the systems over time. Here's John Greaser, Twende board president and founder and owner at Elemental Energy. Yeah, we started, you know, Twende as a result of a lot of international travel and solar experiences through other organizations and kind of, you know, saw some organizations did some aspects of these of this work really well. Some, you know, areas could use improvement, and we kind of wanted to take all of the best lessons that we had learned in this kind of work and and pull it all together under Twende. And one of the key things to long-term project success we found was there absolutely has to be buy-in by the organization. Um, they have to contribute financially to the project. Um, and it's, it's not as much about us getting money from them in order to actually complete the project. It's, it's really the exercise that the organization has to go through, um, like the mental ex exercise to decide that, yes, this, this project has value to us. Um, we can see that it, you know, we're having to spend money, but we can see the benefit and we can determine that that is of value to us. And we've decided that we want to proceed with this project, make the payment. And, uh, you know, we're also therefore committed to maintaining and ensuring the continuous operation 
of this system because we recognize that it provides value when it's operating. At first, Twende was looking at installing a system to offset just 10% of the building's energy use, about a 25 kilowatt install, which Twende originally thought was a bit of a daunting ask for manufacturers and volunteers. But the group ended up with a much larger system, thanks to a couple of factors. Here's Katie Martin, Twende board member and solar project manager at Imagine Energy. It is an unusually large uh, system, but the the building itself had um, just so much opportunity. Um, the roof is uh, was really uh, kind of a dream to work on um, as far as its structure, um, and it had a lot of south and east-facing roof surfaces. Um, so we really just kind of maximized, um, you know, two things, the area that we could cover on the roof and also it being so easy to work on, you know, and uh, we were able to, you know, use use that volunteer labor really efficiently um, as we were installing. Um, and, and Ron, I think you might be able to provide some good context on this question too, because when we originally started this discussion, we were thinking a, a 25 kilowatt system. And when, when we say unusually large, we're, we're saying that in the context of a nonprofit, you know, completely volunteer driven, mm-hmm. donated equipment type project. Um, <clears throat> and so yeah. we kind of went into this scenario sensing, oh man, it might, you know, what's a reasonable ask to ask the solar, ma- solar module manufacturers, you know, we kind of felt that in our interactions with them that like, oh, maybe a 25 kilowatt system. It's, it's a big system to ask for donations for, but I think we can accomplish that. And Ron, you could tell the rest of the story of how we ended up at 100. Here's Ron Arp, marketing consultant at Portland Rescue Mission. It was a, an awesome meeting. Uh, we, we had gotten together to talk about this. And, uh, and as we were sitting around the table uh, talking about, uh, you know, a 10% offset, uh, the uh, executive director of Portland Rescue Mission happened to be an engineer and used to work in the, in the solar industry 30 years ago uh, and, and had some exposure to this. And, and uh, the conversations really surfaced around, it, it, rather than 10%, what, what, if, what if we went big? I mean, what if we went big and, and tried something much larger? And... Uh, and and uh, John had suggested, you know, well, what do you have in mind? And we said, well, what about thirty or forty percent? And he said, well, uh, he says that's that's bigger than most nonprofits tend to pursue. But I would be happy to circle back with the industry and see what their thoughts are. And about two weeks later, we get a call back from John, and he says, uh, guess what? Uh, we're on for a forty percent uh, offset, a hundred uh, kilowatt rather than twenty five. And uh, so. So we were thrilled, and we thought uh, we thought it made sense to, to go with the, as as big of an operation as uh, as the roof would uh, reasonably accommodate, and uh, and that's what we have here. So we're we're when we when we penciled uh, a project earlier uh, that that did not have any tax credits, uh, we were looking at something closer to around thirty to thirty five year payback. Um, in this case, when John came back and said we could do a 40% offset with a five-year payback, 
uh, it was a no-brainer to our organization. Um, and uh, we, we started thinking immediately about the number of meals we could serve, the, the number of shelter nights we could provide. Uh, instead of uh, uh, paying for electricity, you know, in, in year 6 through 25, we're going to be able to provide services. And, and, and that, that really rung true with our entire organization. Thirteen regional companies sponsored this project by donating either products or labor. SunPower contributed deeply discounted modules, Selectria donated string inverters, and Iron Ridge donated the mounting solution. This project size required massive people power, but Twende had no problem recruiting area solar companies and other industry workers to help. In fact, it had the opposite problem. So many people were willing to pitch in that they had to turn some down. Here's Greaser again. The, yeah, yeah, I think just the overarching just uh, you know recap of the project is just what Katie said, you know, the incredible outpouring of support, you know, even with the, the deciding what size system to, you know, to install 25 or up to a hundred, you know, we were, we were a little shy and in going to the manufacturers to ask for like 25 kilowatts, like, Oh, that's a lot. But what we found is with this project, just throughout all levels of the planning preparation and, and install of the project, that there were so many people willing to support. There were, you know, SunPower lined up. Yes. We'll give you, you know, 100 kilowatts of modules. Yes, you know, Iron Ridge will give us all of the racking for 100 kilowatts. Like, we were just blown away at, like, the pent-up supply of, you know, people willing to contribute to work like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and same with the with the, all the, the volunteers who helped on the install. Um, you know, we pretty much had some volunteer from every competing solar contractor, you know, across the state contribute in person on this project. You know, there's one particular day when we had probably four or five solar companies out on this project and there's lots of different roof faces and aspects, you know, kind of spread out and, you know, they were kind of working on different roof planes, you know, with their own company of volunteers. And I could just remember like overhearing them, like the different companies were like looking over at the other roof planes and like, observing what the other installers were doing and just like, wow, look how they're, look how they're doing that. Like everyone was just picking up little tricks uh, wow. from the little nuances of how the other install companies would do things. And here we are powwowing at lunch every day. And, and they're like, hey, what was that thing you were doing with that string line? Yeah, tell me about it. So I just think like the collective knowledge base of the industry just rose, you know, from working on this project together with everybody, um, just that collaboration. and. One of the most inspiring aspects of this project came in the form of two volunteers from the Portland Rescue Mission. This installation is actually at a women and children's uh, recovery location. And, uh, and and as we were briefing people uh, and, and letting them know that this was going to be coming, uh, we said that we would, uh, you know, if there was interest, we would create a couple of opportunities for people uh, for residents there who are in the recovery program to participate in the installation. And, and two women uh, jumped up right away and, uh, and, and put their hand up. And we had a lot of others volunteer along the way, but two in particular uh, stood up. And, and, and one uh, became so involved in, in this uh, conversation that she's working. Um, uh, her, her aim now is when she completes the recovery program, uh, to finish her uh, electric uh, tradesman uh, certificate and enter the the, uh, the solar industry herself. 
Uh, and, uh, and as she said during our uh, summer solstice uh, kickoff event uh, for, this, for this project, she said that's, that's uh, quite a change from where she was a year ago, where she was, uh, you know, significantly struggling. And, uh, and, and now, you know, not only does she, she have hope, but she has the potential career path, and she just couldn't have been more thrilled. So, um, so you know, that, that's, uh, it, 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 and as Marissa was there seeing that along the way, uh, you know, it became contagious, and they helped in a lot of different ways. Uh, cert- certainly, w- within the, the scope of their uh, their, their uh, training and skill set, but uh, but but with the exposure to understand that there truly are career opportunities here, that that made for a very exciting day. It turned out that uh, that, that that her three or four year old son was able to uh, flip the switch when we actually uh, officially dedicated the, the, the session. It was probably one of the cutest moments I've seen uh, in a long time. Uh, but little three or four-year-old boy with a hard hat on, uh, just, just all, all <laughs> grin as he flipped the switch. Twenday board member and CED Green Tech Pacific Northwest outside salesperson Mike August said the most fulfilling part of the project for him was watching Brittany's young son watch his mom work on the roof, awestruck. Yeah, wor- working with those two... Uh, folks who were residents there was kind of one of my favorite or like most inspiring parts of it for me. Um, watching that that uh, one resident's kids like look up and see his mom like up on the roof from down on the <laughs> playground and like he was just kind of stunned, kind of like you know seeing Spider-Man on the roof or something. So seeing his mom <laughs> up there doing this cool like kind of stuff, it just looked you know he was kind of looking at her like she's a superhero, and that was just uh, that was a cool moment. Twende doesn't have plans in the pipeline for another domestic project at this time, but Twende is open to the possibility. Yeah, so we're, we're always looking for, um, you know, suggestions or connections to organizations or communities who could, you know, greatly benefit from having cleaner, more abundant, more reliable, cheaper electricity, you know, through solar. And um, so if, you know, that would be one great thing that you could put in the article of that we're, we're calling on projects, and, and it's on us as the organization to, to vet these projects. So we can go into these you know, meetings or you know, discussions with the manufacturers that we're asking for donations. We can go in very confidently that the project that we have selected um, <clears throat> is with a very well-run, reputable organization where there's going to be continuity, uh, there's going to be, you know, the system is going to be maintained, it's going to be well utilized, and it's going to reach a lot of people uh, and benefit a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> so that's a unique proposition of Twin Day is that we've done the vetting of this organization before we go make the ask to the manufacturers. Because you know, I worked at Solar World prior to you know my current work, and I saw how many requests would come in, you know, directly from the communities. Like, hey, we want solar. Hey, we want solar. Hey, we want solar. And it was just like an overwhelming amount of ask. So it was difficult for the manufacturers because they don't really have time to go through and sort through all of these, you know, requests and say, who is, uh, who, who should we say yes to? So kind of the reaction is just to say no. But with Twenday, it's a singular unit that they could turn to and they could make their donations um, through us to these communities, um, which we have, you know, vetted and selected for, you know, long-term success. Awesome. Yeah. I think, this is Marissa, the other piece of what John said is that 
our organization is run by industry professionals. So not only are there uh, well-vetted projects, but that there's, you know, highly trained people that are going to uh, do a high-quality installation. Um, I do want to make sure I circle back, though, on that question about the women, because I've I've stayed in touch with them, and there's um, <laughs> just some some really cool stuff around that story. Yeah, so please do. Um, one of the women that was selected is graduating this Friday from her year-long recovery program at the mission. Um, she is also currently in uh, an electrical pre-apprenticeship training program with Constructing Hope. Um, and that she'll be finishing next week and then graduating from here at the end of the month and then entering apprenticeship um, this fall. And, and, you know, after a day or two on the roof with one of our volunteers that was there almost every day, you know, these, these women came down and they were like, this is awesome. This is so awesome. And one of them knew right away, this is what I want to do. Um, and the volunteer that was training them that day came down and he said, this, this is what made this project for me. We were up there talking about life, sharing our stories, and they're just really neat, neat women. And he, he cheered up a little bit and, and so did I, of course, <laughs> like it, it was just, uh, it was a touching moment for all of them. And he was able to have conversations with these women and say, Hey, you know, if you're thinking about getting into the industry, you should check out this organization and you should check out that organization. And, uh, and Brittany and Rebecca had that conversation, you know, they were, they were up there with um, different contractors and people in the industry every day. And so they got to be a part of these conversations and get connected to the industry and, you know, potential future employers. And, um, and she said, she said to me this morning, I was, uh, we were emailing back and forth and she said, um, you know, I'm getting really good at life and it's thanks to loving people like you and people at Twenday that have made it possible. And um, I think, you know, having that impact more than, you know, the fact that Portland Rescue Mission is going to, um, you know, have more capital to invest in programs going forward based on their energy savings, like more than that mission being um, amplified by our work, like lives are touched by, by the things that we're doing. And um, that's, that's the thing that really stays with you after, you know, the last panel is installed and the system has gone live. The Portland Rescue Mission is a prime example of a high-quality installation that will help the community in a big way. ARP expressed deep gratitude to all the volunteers who made this project possible. Yeah, I just, I just think this is, uh, from the Portland Rescue Mission's point of view, um, you know, people... People donate in many different ways to to homeless efforts. Uh, you know, the mission itself has about 1,700 volunteers uh, over a year's time. Uh, but you know, we added about 150 volunteers in putting this uh, this solar installation in place, and uh, to have the solar industry uh, uh, contribute in this way. Uh, to help address uh, homelessness and, uh, and and addiction recovery in our community is just outstanding. There, there's about 4,000 people in our in our community um, who would be described as as homeless, and, and so for the solar industry to step up in this way, uh, it, it, it's fantastic. And uh, they were just they were just great to work with uh, from day one all the way through. Uh, you know, here, here's a bunch of people who not only care a whole lot about their jobs and, 
and uh, and that, but they also care a great deal about their community and the people who live in their community. Uh, so, uh, you know, our 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 hats off. We're we're uh, going to be very grateful over the next 25 years or, or longer with this installation. You know, as we enter a season of time of the year where we reflect on you know all the things that we're thankful for, I personally am thankful that I have the privilege of kind of taking electricity for granted. Uh, because it isn't that way for everyone on this planet. And, you know, Twin Day Solar is here to help change that. So um, a tax-deductible donation uh, in, in the method of cash or product uh, to Twin Day Solar, you know, this holiday season can help empower a community that doesn't have reliable, affordable access to clean and renewable energy. I'm Kelsey Misbrenner with Solar Power World. 